0: Hey-o. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are
0: you doing, dude? <laughs> I've been watching a documentary.
2: Uh, <laughs> just, just a documentary?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. On uh, Netflix, there's a documentary called Side by Side. It's about um, film versus digital in the filmmaking oh, cool. world. Yeah, you should check it out. It's, yeah. Um, it was done by Keanu Reeves, but it's still yeah. really good. Whoa. It, it, it apply- no. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Take That's it my... full. Take it full throttle.
2: Whoa! No way. <laughs> yeah, he's he's deep. Well, I, no. Aside that, it does sound good.
0: Yeah. No. It it, it, it definitely applies to kind of the film. Uh, uh, the photography world as, as well. I mean, cool. a lot of the stuff, you know, the transition from film to digital and who uses it still and how quickly is it going away permanently and all that kind of stuff. It was pretty cool.
2: It is cool. Yeah. It's kind of Check interesting. It
0: Check it out when you when you get a chance.
2: Yeah. We saw, um, we rented, did you see the Hitchcock movie with, uh, Anthony Hopkins in it? No, I haven't seen that yet. It's good. Okay, but cool. It, it's not like, you know, oh my God, yes, you know, but it, right. it, it's, it's good. It's, um, uh, well, it's a movie. Oh no, no! At the,
0: at the <laughs> it's end, it's about Alfred Hitchcock.
2: It is. At the end, it was uh, the credits were rolling. It was. It was done on those red cameras. so It was all digital. Which okay, is
0: yeah, they talk about those red cameras a ton in this documentary.
2: Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I don't have one. But, yeah, I
0: kind of uh, learned a lot because I'm not really involved with the film filmmaking world. But um, you know, I've heard a lot about these red cameras and, and everything. And yeah, it's just uh, everything keeps getting better and better.
2: You know who did? Uh, who I think started the company that does red oakley that guy Oakley? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the sunglasses guy yeah yeah that's what it was i couldn't remember i was i was trying to remember and impress you but you knew and i, I didn't. already knew
0: because i just watched the documentary <laughs> Very yeah cool. he, yeah he's a yeah he did that whole oakley thing and that of course was a huge success and still is and then and then red cameras and that's the future of digital filmmaking for sure dude i'm trying to... it was it was also talking about you know people nowadays shooting on their 5D and 7D and and all these, you know, really high-end DSLRs, which is, you know, something that is something brand new and that everybody is is doing, and it's going to be, you know, part of the future of everything, so.
2: No, dude. It's like TV. It'll, it's a fad.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll go away. <laughs> right. Digital will go away.
2: That's right. It's a fad, like TV. Right. Yeah. So, dude, um, we don't really have a show much planned today, but.
0: That's okay. We've flown by the seat of our pants before. We well, have, we have things to stuff talk to. about. I felt like I haven't talked to you in forever. You've been at away at camp.
2: I know, man. You've been doing all right.
0: Yeah, I'm doing yeah. good. Every, I, yeah, I missed good you week. Ed. Lots of work. Um, I wept. So, I
2: missed you so much. But, uh, <laughs> no, I did. Bet
0: you yourself.
2: <clears throat> well, you you've been on television. You've been a, you've been a TV. Star. I did a
0: TV thing this week that was exciting. Yeah, that was yeah. cool, dude. That was fun. Yeah. I've never been on television before, so that the whole thing was fun and the cameras and the lights and the counting down to five four All <laughs> oh, it was, that fun. was it live it was live oh. yeah it was live so there was no messing up did even you though, i mean i maybe stumbled over a few words but i think that was pretty good for my first television appearance in ever and no dude you know, it looked good had to do a five minute segment so it had, were, were freaking... had to have a lot in my head already you know it wasn't kind of like
2: no, dude, you were freaking smooth, dude. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and like, I, well, you know, I was in Austin, and you tweeted that you were getting. Re- you put the Instagram thing up, uh-huh. so I'm getting ready to go on, and it's like pictures of like chicks on a couch, that, and it's I'm like,
0: like, view kind of. I know,
2: of, dude, and I'm outs. like, I will pay you a hundred bucks to go sit down, put your arms around them, and go, <laughs> "Hello, ladies," and then start acting like you know the most interesting man alive or whatever. That I is. Uh,
0: I tried to be. I tried to throw in a few little. Fun, funny things. Here. I don't always drink you beer. You have to be pre, you know, pretty pretty together and serious, but I thought too, wouldn't it be funny if just, and this is why, I mean, I could be a huge YouTube sensation if I would have just, if they'd have gone and, you know, and we were live and then I just looked at the camera and said nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just,
0: and just zoom in on my eyes. <laughs> then they have to cut to commercial. That would have been a million hits, but I couldn't do it, dude. I would I know. let down people. There's I'd many been,
2: ways to get a million. I'd hits. have been
0: rushed off set, never to be asked back. No,
2: dude. Uh, they should. Have, uh, Patrick and I were saying the other night that they should have you. Uh, it needs to be like a weekly segment.
0: Yeah, like, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, like, well, it's Friday, and here's Wade. for that, yeah, dude. Um, you know, I was like seeing their. Um, you be like photo tip guy on the news. Yeah, we need more photo. There's no. There's never any photo tip stuff on TV. We need no. that kind of stuff. Dude,
2: all the all the freaking photo tip nerds are on YouTube, and uh, and YouTube.
0: Yeah, and see that was targeted towards house moms and and stuff like that. But um, they take you know, photos too. People in my family and Becca's family and stuff that watched it and stuff they were like oh I like that I never knew about this rule of thirds or I mean I had to keep it real basic you know or I never yeah. knew what a macro lens was I'm gonna go get one and stuff like that so it's pretty funny but you know I just had to keep it real real basic and it had to be kind of about butterflies and rainbows and stuff like that because spring's coming up and I said okay well I don't <laughs> I don't shoot a lot of that kind of stuff but I can I can find I'm sure some <laughs> one picture of a rainbow I've taken or a butterfly and you know that kind of stuff. So it it was fun though. Have you, have you heard the you've heard the term Mwac? Right. What's that?
2: Mom with a camera.
0: Oh, okay. MWACs. <laughs> uh, there's so many of these terms. That,
2: that's me. not my term, but uh, that's uh, Ray Carcasus, who who he's a fan of the show. huh. Um. He hit me to that a long time ago. MWACs. Mm. Mom with a camera.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of them. So a if lot you, of
2: MWACs, Yep. Yeah. So if you that, can if you can sing to the MWACs, you'll do well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
2: Dude, that's cool, man. Well, I guess um, this is the show.
0: Are we recording already? I'm recording, so... Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, we, we don't have anything to talk about. We might as well record it all. Um, <laughs>
1: Classic!
0: <laughs> well, so you've been in Austin um, I have. for a long period of time, and a lot went on there this week, so oh, God, it was tell long. us uh, tell us some highlights from, from Austin.
2: Yeah, I could tell you about it. It was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. Um, South by Southwest is mm-hmm. where I headed to, the interactive part of that. It's entirely too expensive and entirely too crowded and entirely too long, <laughs> but it is somehow fun. Um,
0: there's the there's the promo for South by Southwest
1: Interactive. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I know, and I, I always wanted to do, like, their mascot is like a zombie with a cell phone. I swear. It's like, okay, what it's is like is, you know, they take over the entire convention center down there. Mm-hmm. And I say this lovingly, but I'm about to beef about it. But anyway, so... It's like 50,000 people all descend Mm -hmm. on it. And so by day two or three, it's really getting uncomfortable. And, like, you know, you're like, oh, I got 15, I got 10 minutes to make this session. It's on the other side of the thing. Oh, yeah, I can make it. And you get out there, and, like, you know, it's the tech crowd. So everybody's on their freaking phone all the time, just typing away, walking at two miles an hour. And you're like, you just want to start shoving people out of the way. And,. You're, You're like, like in some
0: kind of bizarro world.
2: It is. It's really weird. So, But I've been before, and I did know this going in. So mm-hmm. it, I went down there, one, to network the shows, which I'll tell you about that in a
0: second. went very uh, well. went very, very, very Oh, well. good, good, good. Oh, yeah. I hope you tell me that we have like a million-dollar sponsor.
2: <sighs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> It's close.
0: He gave one dollar.
2: Uh, yeah, we're we're nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars away, but but we're you know it's getting there.
0: One step closer, right?
2: No, it was good, and and uh, so I went down there to network. And the other thing you you have to do down there is understand that you will not make it to everything. The, and this is real frustrating too. Is a lot of times there'll be three things you want to see, and they're all scheduled at the same time. Right. Like, like when you go to concerts and stuff. Yeah. Things. So you have to make hard choices and stick to them and <clears> be cool with it. Even if like, and then you go to something and it wasn't that good, and you're like, oh god, I wish I went to the other. Well, too late, you know.
0: How, so, you, um, real quick, I'll just interrupt you, but yeah. um, was there more photography stuff you felt like this time than before? Yeah. Did you see more photography stuff, or did you make a choice to go do any of that kind of stuff?
2: Uh, that falls under that category if you have to make choices, uh-huh. and unfortunately, well, there was more than there's been before, I'll say that, Okay. Um, but there were a couple where it was like, I, I can go to this session and meet three people uh, that do podcasts and so you business, were
0: focusing on podcasts. I,
2: I had to go for business reasons. God, oh, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah, but so. you
0: felt like, in general, the the photography area of South by Southwest Interactive was growing. Yes,
2: it was, and I did go to a few things. And and honestly, um, yeah, I mean, I I really had to go with that mindset because it was like you know you spend a totally money you totally go.
0: yeah you went with a with a mission which is but, good.
2: But what there needs to be there needs to be like a photography conference that's not PhotoCon or Photo. That's exactly want, what we were know? talking about
0: before. I know. Just it's a like photography conference, and I yeah. Think it, and they and they have them to a to a point um you know they're not nearly as big as south by Southwest or anything, but they have like three day or you know uh, weekend well, conference type things like but, what uh, are
2: there there's there's uh was it uh the one you and Tyler were talking about food camp.
0: Well, that is more of a kind of a clubbish type.
2: Yeah, that's not of, an open conference.
0: No, I mean, they have huge conferences like in L.A. and San Francisco and New York and stuff where um, people all get together in convention centers for the weekend. And, re- you know, there's portfolio reviews and there's speakers and there's things that I went to. Oh, like yeah, the yeah like New deal. Yeah, Like the one I went to in Austin, but bigger. Yeah. I think there just needs to be
2: something for like, you know, not any people who want to be professionals, just someplace cool to learn cool stuff that's not like a class or I don't know.
0: But, like, if they had, uh, in every major city once a year, the Dallas Photography Conference. And yeah, yeah, if, if it was three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, here at our, you know, convention center, and it was any, anything and everything related to photography all weekend. That, I mean, that was something I would go to every year.
2: Yeah, okay, so, like, here, we should do it, dude. So, if you're listening... We start, we start it. If you're listening to the show, the question is, is would you come to Dallas for a weekend?
0: Or wherever they live in London, would would they go? If there. Yeah, there was a London photography conference once a year. Of course, they would. It would be it would be a huge success. I just I know it would.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally, dude. Yeah. People shoot pictures. I think the photography thing's catching on.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> More people are getting into it every it might day. Be.
2: Well, what's okay? So here's what's interesting to me, and this is the, one of the sessions I had to miss, and I was just. That was really gutted because it kind of could have been business-related too. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I think it was outside or something. So I don't know if they filmed it for the podcast or the YouTube or anything. But anyway, they had uh, – the title of the session was um, Managing – you know, an, uh, a great photo community, or something. I don't know what the adjective was. Oh, right, right. A that was part of that, that yeah. one
0: day of photography stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was managing a photo community, and but I wish I could remember the title because it sounds more enthusiastic than what I'm telling you. But uh, but anyway, it was the uh, senior manager at Lomography and the front end. Design manager at Flickr were giving this.
0: This was this whole Lytro series.
2: Well, Lytro was a sponsor. It it was – I don't know how much of it was actually Lytro-based. They were just there. They had a booth. Yeah, and I really wanted to go to that session because, you know, essentially what you do when you have a podcast is you are managing a photo community and you want to make it good. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I just figured at that same time, it was more important for me to go hear the podcasting, the future of podcasting session, which was really cool. It had Jesse Thorne on it, um, who does Sound of Young America and Bullseye and a bunch of those. And cool. had uh, this guy, Roman Mars, who does a, a very successful podcast called 99% Invisible, which is all about design and architecture. Oh, I have that
0: on my podcast.
2: Yeah, it's so. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's real good. Uh, and these are all people who make their living doing a podcast. And uh, so anyway, so I went to that and got to meet him. Cool dudes. What's interesting and i i our, this is not photography really but i think our our listeners might find that's it that's okay interesting. they're used to that yeah well <laughs> so okay so there's there's been this deal lately with podcasting so you know what patent trolling is no. Okay. So oh, oh,
0: oh, when you uh, – well, go ahead and just tell us, yeah. Well, yeah,
2: for those of you who don't know, so basically there are companies out there that exist, and it's a company, and nobody really works there, but all they do is own patents. And then they have a bunch of lawyers that go around, and they try to find people who are breaking the patents, and then they sue them. And it's <sighs> pre- It's a complete abuse of the legal system, and it has been for years. and It needs an overhaul, but that's not in sight. So anyway, so there is a company called – and I'll put the link in the show notes. I can't think of the name right now, but I – did a blog post the other day and I'll, I'll link it back up can't remember what they're called but anyway they uh, they bought a patent or filed a patent on podcasting and this is back in 2005 or something like that mm-hmm. and so all these years, it's kind of been known that somebody had a, a patent for it. Um, and basically the patent, it, it describes, it's an apparatus for delivering digital content in a subscription based format is what it is. Okay. And so they are starting to hand out legal notices to a lot of the big podcasters. So Adam Carolla got the legal notice. Um, Mark Marin got the legal notice. Jesse Thorne got the legal notice. And so what they do is they don't, they don't threaten to To take you to court. Um, They're basically telling you you are in violation of their patent, because if they threaten you, then you can turn around and take them to court. Mm -hmm. And they don't want you to do that because you'll file in the jurisdiction that they don't want. Mm -hmm. They want to file in a jurisdiction with a judge they have a history with in filing or in um, judging their direction and communities that are largely you know technologically retarded. So, um all that to say there there's a town in East Texas that is like the patent capital because they have a very uninformed jurisdiction so the people you bring in oh you know, jury God don't gosh. know what they're doing. It's yeah, horrible. It's it, it, it's it's not good. So anyway, um this won't last. Well, it, it we don't know what's going to happen. Basically, uh Jesse Thorne and a lot of these guys have looked into it on how to fight this. And they have the most popular podcast on iTunes and they're making money, so that's why they're being targeted. Of course, cost,
0: what, what this essentially would do is shut down all podcasts because some guy
2: – It could. Well, th- what it would do Which is, would be
0: ridiculous and, and won't happen.
2: Well, no. What they want you to do is settle out of court. They don't actually want to take it. Right. The they day. just want to be paid off. Yeah, and that's the fears that podcasters will will be afraid and start being paid off, which is – you know, it's, This it's, is
0: a blackmail – System. It is. It's exactly
2: yeah. what it is. And uh, so anyway, so no one knows what's going to happen. This Basically what it's going to take is about $3 million to go fight this in court, and nobody has it. That's why you'll settle out of court. Um, they're kind of hoping that at some point uh, – there was a similar situation like this that Apple had a few years ago with uh, – with apps on the iPad, or I guess it was the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody came along and they had a patent for an apparatus of delivering applications on a mobile device or something like that. And they were starting to sue app developers or give them letters. And I think Apple stepped in and helped fight it. And, so hopefully, something like that yeah because happen, you
1: know? th- th-
0: this just doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, unless you've gone through with with what your patent is about, yeah. I don't see how you can just hold on to the whole system that's well, ridiculous
2: unfortunately, that's how it works. I mean Apple gets sued. they have a budget for lawyers and lawsuits, you know, yeah, uh, of course, they can afford it, but uh, most of us can't, so. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the scary part is when
0: they well, go they start won't going Well, they'll probably after. come pick on
2: us for a while. <laughs> probably not. We're at the bottom of the barrel, but you know, it's <laughs> if you don't have any money they won't sue you.
0: <laughs> if we could just ask our 6 followers out there to please be quiet. Yeah, keep this thing it. on the down low. No, it was, go right the, right but, and I don't
2: mean to scare anybody off, and I probably have some of that legal interpretation wrong, but uh but that essentially is what's going on, and uh I'm not a lawyer, unfortunately. But,
0: well this um, is America and things like that get dealt with in a good in a in the right way. Sometimes it takes a lot of time, but I'm sure that, that will, because uh you're not gonna run all podcasts, you know, especially the big ones off the air.
2: Well, you um, have a lot of confidence.
0: Yeah. I do too.
2: <laughs> I'll go with that. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, South By was cool. I, I uh I ended up leaving early. I did not stay for the photo walk. But you were there anyway. for
0: many days. How many days? Four. Yeah, that's a long time. somewhere. Yeah,
2: it's a long time. It's I mean, kind of like tired. It's kind of like going to like a Dallas Mavericks game for mm-hmm. eight hours all day, and you never go into the bowl. You just stay in the concessions the whole time. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But there were some other cool things too. I think one of the most interesting things I saw. Of course, this is a technology conference, so it's all over. But, mm-hmm. um, but the guy I can't think of his name right now. The Indian dude who's oh, he's brilliant. He's the VP of Search at Google did a talk. And, okay. Uh,
0: you know that that's oh an yeah. Interesting so i you tweet some stuff about tweet some stuff. Tweet some stuff. I tweet some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Let's change our accents. Uh, yeah, will hide.
2: it's every, all part of hiding every from show the law. Will have
0: different accents that will mm-hmm. be totally horribly done. That way they're terrible at them.
2: Well, if they, if they sue us for a podcast, we can.
0: But uh, yeah, it seemed like you enjoyed the Google, the Google co- part of the conference because you had you were posting some stuff about that. Yeah, I Google. I like Go- to yeah. Google. no, oh, yeah. no,
2: I do. Um, yeah, it was it was good. There, there was some good stuff. Um, good, bad, and ugly. I saw. Do you remember Adam Curry? Oh, sure. Um, I saw That's Adam. Guy. yeah, he was on MTV. Well, He's on lots of stuff. Yeah, he has, and I actually got to meet Adam, which was really cool. Very cool. Um, yeah,
0: you saw Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. I saw
2: Shaq. Uh, Adam. Consequently, when we did this show before, mm-hmm. I'll tell you a funny story. Okay, so when we did this show back in the summer of 2010, mm-hmm. we we hosted on a company called Mevio, which right. deleted all of our files. Thank you, thanks Mavio. Yeah. And uh, I used to host the art of photography on there too. Mm-hmm. And they sent me a letter last summer. Basically, that's when the upset started. And they said, you know, you can't host here anymore. We're going a different direction. And anyway, I've survived. That's not the point of this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Mevio, Adam Curry started Mevio. That was his oh, company originally.
0: Thanks, Adam Curry. Well,
2: now it gets good. So, um, <laughs> so I raised my hand. I had some questions for him and he was talking about the show that they do no agenda. And, and he was interesting. And then afterwards I went up and I said, uh, I said, by the way, I want to say hi. And I said, I, I wanted to let you know I got my start on Mevio. And he looks at me and he says, whatever they did to you, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? He's already
0: heard an earful from oh, a lot of people.
2: I think so. And I said, well, they, it, it, nothing's bit bad but i said let's just say that i've been so much happier since i've left and he said so have i apparently he sold <laughs> his shares out and got out well, of it. he had he, a
0: good idea at the time or well
2: and you know what adam is a really really nice guy i just kind of accepted expected him to be more of a rock star because of the MTB thing i guess mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he's always his name is typically is associated with venture capital and you know big money sometimes
0: and, sometimes famous people surprise you and they're they're not dicks
2: yeah no no he was really nice yeah um and the cool thing his his wife is a photographer. And so, uh, you know, she wanted to know all about the podcast. So I told her, and she's really into oh, it. Oh, cool. And uh, then he had one of his – I don't know if he produces the show or he's involved with, with their show somehow, but he lives in Dallas. And so he wanted to get together. He's big into photography too. He lives so. in Dallas? No, no, not Adam Kerr, He lives in Austin. Oh. But Oh. <laughs> this other his, guy, partner, his partner. No, this other dude, Gene. Yeah, he lives oh. in, in Dallas. So we got to talking and we're going to try and get together one day. But cool. anyway, it was cool. It was, it was very cool. And I think I think we may have one listener who listens to No Agenda, so –
0: what is No Agenda That's about? That's Adam's
2: show. Uh, it's a political show. Well, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's an anti-political show. Right. It's not left. It's not right. There's no agenda.
0: It's right in the middle. It is right in the or middle. way off to one of the sides.
2: They, 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 they complain a little bit on that show <laughs> about politics.
0: Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just, just Which is hair. what we all do. Yeah, just a little bit. Mainly. Is just so, about
2: can, 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 would, would I get sued if I, if I played this, your, your thing on our show? I don't think so. The, the D-Living TV spot? No, not at all. all right, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll have to overdub it back in because I don't think I can get it loud enough to to hear.
0: You think it'll be fine just doing the audio? Yeah. But you can put the link in the oh, show notes if nothing else. I'll link else. it up. Oh, just yeah. Just put the link in the show notes because there's a video, a five-minute video clip. I went on D-Living last week, which is a little local uh, TV show here in the morning, morning show, and it's targeted towards – Pretty much like house moms and stuff, in their you know forties and fifties and stuff like that or whatever. But anyway, I gave uh, tips for taking better photography this spring. And the the way I got the whole gig was that a PR company contacted me, um, asking me if I would go on there and do that, and then at the end promote um, this retail company, um, commercial retail company that I've worked for and you know been a part of doing stuff for before. They have a annual retail as art photography competition for high school kids which is cool. I mean I'm I'm always for doing stuff like that cuz it's not really cool. Pho- photography competitions and stuff you know like that for kids out there in high school and stuff. So so it's cool. They go out there and the high school kids and take pictures of uh retail, you know anything you can sell in some kind of way in some kind of artistic thing. So they can go buy fruit or take pictures of tennis shoes or whatever they want, send it in and then I'm one of the judges every year. For this thing, and so to help promote it this year bigger, we, they got me on television, and um, that's it cool. cool. So, I'd never been on television. I was kind of nervous, of course. And, so they called you and said, "Hey, we we want you on here." Yeah, because I'd um, I'd cool. okay. I'd spoken to the kit to the high school kids uh two, like at least one year mm-hmm. um at the beginning and talked about photography and how they might take better pictures of this retail stuff. So it's like, like
2: career day kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And and uh That's cool. <laughs> the winners the they pick, you know, first, second, third place and they get scholarship money for college and the rest of the kids get their work shown kind of in a gallery type thing at the very end, um, where they have a big party and you know, they have all their pictures hung up and stuff so it's cool for them in that way too where they maybe get that little uh, gallery bug of oh that was fun let's that's let's really do cool. more of that like you know like we have before so it's cool all the way around
2: well and that's, that's really important I mean if you don't live in the United States and you happen to be listening to this arts education in the United States is really down uh, it's usually yeah, the first it's like thing to get cut
0: cut budgets on in, in yeah. schools
2: yeah, so it's always really cool to hear of something that is actually encouraging kids to make things, and yeah, you know, I think that's awesome, man Dude, that's yeah. really cool,
0: yeah, so yeah, I was glad to be a part of it so so, so when you around. judge this
2: thing, how do the photos look are they, there's some good stuff in there or?
0: Yeah. You know, it's all over the place. There's, yeah, because there's kids of all different, there's, there's kids that have gone to art schools like you and your sister went to kind of here in Dallas, which are specific, specifically targeted towards photography and stuff like that. So they may learn a little bit more, but then there's kids from, you know, Dallas area high schools that don't even have a photography program, whatever that really surprise you because they're just talented. I mean, of course, you know, kids come from everywhere and they just may be naturally artistically talented and good at taking pictures. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you get some, some really good stuff. It's way cool. Yeah, it's fun.
2: I want to play this, man. Let's see if it gets loud enough.
1: Okay. Wait, can you hear it? We turn this mic around make the most of your picture taking. Welcome, Wade. Thank you so much
0: for having me. Well,
1: So one thing that Kimberly and I talk about is we have to take about 3,000 photos to find the one good shot, but you're going to help us narrow all of that down sure. today. Okay, yeah, we'll sure. To,
0: you'll just have to take 100
1: now. <laughs> okay, good. That's better. <laughs> that, that's doable. That way I don't spend my entire afternoon. Yeah. So um, one of the first tips that you have for us when we're kind of staging our, our spring photo is to get good light. Tell me about that. Yes,
0: I think light is essential as a photographer and um, in, in photography in general. Um, the best light is early in the morning and later in the evening when the, when the sun is low, mm-hmm. um, that's what the most flattering light. Yeah, we have a few photos up here of um, my wife um, that I took in a field oh, uh, towards sunset and so you can see how nice the light is on someone's face and then also uh, light coming in through a window can be very soft and flattering. So mm-hmm. here's another model that I took uh, sitting near a window in a restaurant. Um, also, uh, cloudy days with the sun coming through the clouds and diffusing the light, that can be great, or in the shade. I think people make the mistake most of the time of, of shooting people in bright sunlight, which is which is harsh light on their face. It gives which is, you weird shadows. Yes, which is which you want to stay away from. Okay, so mm-hmm. avoid that. Yeah.
1: And then you also say to shoot from interesting angles. So I always center people up completely in the frame. And, right. You know, but you're saying... Think outside the box.
0: Think outside the box. You want it, your, your photo to be different and interesting. So instead of always putting something right in the middle uh, or standing just right in front of your subject and taking a photo straight on, mm-hmm. get up above your subject and shoot down at them like like I have here with oh, this couple. That. Or if you have a pet or a child, get down on their level or even get lower than that and shoot up at them. and It will create very interesting angles. Oh,
1: that's so neat. Well, I mm-hmm. love that shot of the dog because oh, you really you. get it from their perspective. That's my
0: dog as well, yeah.
1: Oh, cute yeah. dog. Yeah. I like <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> and still up the frame.
0: Sure, that's another mistake people make is that uh, we take a picture of something that we have all these other things going on around it, so mm-hmm. it's very distracting. So get in close to your subject and, and, and capture their face. Or if it's uh, a fountain, get in close to the fountain and get rid of all these other things that are distracting in the photo and taken away from it.
1: Oh, that's right, so you're really focusing on the subject. and
0: Or even if it's a pair of shoes and some funky socks. That's really cool. The, yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that looks exactly like what I like to wear. I was a big Punky Brewster fan. I was going to wear that today. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, I <laughs> Conservative. Right. <laughs> well, when you say use a macro lens, I know nothing about lenses, so what is a macro lens?
0: Yeah, we'll get really technical now. A macro lens helps you focus on things that are very small. So in spring, we have butterflies and flowers and ladybugs and things like this that we like to shoot. Mm-hmm. If you're a little bit more professional photographer trying to really get into photography, a macro lens can help you focus in on things that are really small. Okay. If you don't have that you just have a point-and-shoot camera, you, there's the flower icon, and that is the macro icon that helps you focus in on these little tiny things. I always
1: wondered what that was. Put
0: it on the flower. Okay, on yeah. the flower. Yeah.
1: Perfect. And then what about the rule of thirds?
0: The rule of thirds, now we're getting even more technical. But it helps you just not put your subject right in the middle of the, of the photograph. It is a grid almost that you go by that helps you place your, the interest of, or the subject in one of the four corners. So like in this picture, uh-huh. his head is in the top right hand corner ah. instead of being right directly in the middle, which creates more interest in the photograph. And on the other photo, the horizon line is high instead of just being right in the middle you put it high or low. So it's just a a good rule that you can go by. Yeah, it
1: makes the photo more interesting. It makes more
0: interesting. I really like that. Well, okay,
1: so you have a scholarship contest going on. Tell me a little bit about that.
0: Yes, UCR, which is a commercial royalty um, business here in town, has a a Retail as Art is a photography contest that is annual. They do annually now that they've Mm -hmm. done since for the last five years and it's for Dallas area high school students. Um, They want you to submit photographs of retail in an artistic way. You don't have to be a professional photographer or have professional equipment or anything like that. they just want you to take some kind of creative photo, and, and uh, the deadline to sign up is this next Wednesday, okay. the thirteenth. But you have all the way until April to submit your final photos, and the winners will receive uh, scholarship money towards college. So it's a uh, that's it's a, great a great opportunity deal. for mm-hmm. Dallas area students. Right. You can go to their website ucr.com, uh, for more information to on that, that contest. Yes. Well, wait.
1: This has been very helpful. Yes, I feel thank thank you a lot so more much. confident going into my spring photos now. Thank gonna you gonna so much. You're going to Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, you can get more
2: Wow, dude, she just day. high-fived you. I know, I got <laughs> high fived in the air. <laughs> dude, that's awesome, man. I like it. You did good, man. It was <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. It was all right. I don't you care what they say want, you about know, you're you you are
0: always a little bit nervous because especially live, they can't redo anything. So you're you're like, right. "Well, don't don't projectile vomit. Right. Um, don't don't faint. Um, you know, yeah. don't black out and just stare at the camera. Don't burp. Don't burp. Right. Yeah. Um, don't do anything that's become an internet sensation for the, all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't dance. Don't uh, don't. Right, do but I also tried to include like like I said, like pictures of Becca, my wife, and my dog, and my friends and stuff, and there that as was much cool. as possible. And so since we were going to be on TV, so that was fun.
2: You should you should like done the Macarena. <laughs> that would have made you an internet sensation.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it was it was fun, and I got high fived and all <laughs> that. So it was, it was a it was a. Yeah, it went over. It went well.
2: Yeah, the five at the end was cool. Did actually, you did a very good job. Rule of thirds is hard to explain on like it is. TV. That was the toughest
0: one that I was having. Uh, I was like, okay, how do you explain the rule of thirds in five seconds?
2: Well, yeah, that you had a yeah, you had, you had no time to say it in. You know, you can't talk about the grid and how you draw it and right. Yeah, by. so that's where I
0: fumbled just a tiny bit, but I, I got it, it under control and, and was like, okay, this is just about not placing something directly in the middle of a photograph is really what this rule is about.
2: I noticed yeah. they put some photo books on the table here for you. Did you see that? Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. It kind That's of set hilarious. The stage I didn't a even bit. notice.
0: That. I'll go back and look at that. But it yeah, a they, Chanel they, book they kind of change and... up everything. What's cool being on a TV set like that is that you think when you're watching television and they're they're in the kitchen and and then they're in the the living room on the couch and then they're by some windows and then right. there's this other background. You think that, that there's this studio and it's all over the place. It's one big semicircle, <laughs> and and the cameras just kind of rotate to the next you know, scene they've created. And so, uh, that's funny. We went, you know, straight from like the kitchen that's cooking over on the side of the semicircle and then the cameras pan over back to us on the couch and we're ready to shoot that in the next, you know, five minutes it or looks whatever. Like, a so. big,
2: like you're all living in a house or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's all just, yeah, just one big semicircle, which is kind of funny. TV tree house.
2: That's yeah. cool, dude. I dig it.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
2: That's awesome. Well, that, yeah, it's, that's good. A little promo there. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how they, the, that, Has the phone been ringing since.
0: No. Of Should course be. not. No. <laughs> exactly. Come on, dude. But I don't think that was my target audience right there as far as uh, the kind of business I get. But you know, it's any kind of any kind of uh, self promotion is good. So I, they, they plugged my website at the end of my phone number. So it's all good. Dude, and it's and, so and weird. to me the main one of the main reasons I wanted to go on there besides plugging the uh, the, the retail as art thing was uh, just any time something makes me a little bit nervous, like going on television or, right. or or just doing something new in general, which is something we always talk about on here, I want to do it. It's like I have to do this. Right. If it's right. something that I'm going to say, it. no, I'm too busy for or whatever, let's do this because the main reason is you're kind of nervous. You don't want to go on television, something new to you. So, so let's go do that and and, and, and get better at it. And, and that was another reason I wanted to go on there.
2: Just bold, decisive action.
0: Exactly. Action. I like exactly. That. Yeah. And hopefully a, a whole you know movie about my life and stuff will will take place on lifetime and stuff now because yeah, that'll be
2: like next week, I think oh probably. totally yeah, 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 yeah t v is weird, but you know it's funny, you never know did have you got any calls from people like you were watching that
0: no not, no sometimes fun. you do, yeah,
2: except like you've actually been on television for something interesting, like I got interviewed about some gunfire in my street last summer, <laughs> you know.
0: And what what did they? But that even kind of makes you nervous, doesn't it? When a when a news crew like uh, just you know catches you walking out of a store or something, yeah. And all of a sudden you're surrounded by lights and cameras and a microphone, and they're asking you some you know major question. Well,
2: it's funny because uh, when okay, so last summer we had an incident. I kind of slept through most of it, but. Uh, you know, where there was, you know, some gang violence going on in the street in front of my building. And, and mm-hmm. the next day the, the road crew was out there and I'd been, it was this guy, James Rose, who does street squad on channel four. Uh-huh. And he'd interviewed me once before. And I looked equally dumb in that, <laughs> that thing. We have gangs. Uh, yeah, no, no. The the, the one before. Uh, okay. So I I was at a stoplight. It was up there in Greenville and lovers. And this was like probably about 10, 15 years ago when they changed the law. Remember they outlawed panhandling? Right. I think it's still outlawed, but they don't enforce it anymore. Right. So you have a bum on a corner who's like, you know, looking for money and like you can get arrested or you can get a ticket for giving the money or the bum taking the money. Both of them okay. get tickets.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know you could get it for giving them money
2: yeah this is back when laura mel was made this is a long time ago but anyway okay. so what happened was they made this big deal about it in the media and people were getting tickets and stuff because it stops up traffic okay sure i get it but then what happened is they were having people they'd see somebody out panhandling on the street corner and they'd all start dialing 9-1-1. Oh my oh my gosh God. So he's breaking the law, you know and so i say, so i'm at the stoplight and here comes james rose and a camera and i roll down the window i watch street squats i'm like hey what's up he's like hey you mind if we ask you a question i said sure what do you think about calling nine one one? Well, what am I supposed to say? So I'm on TV going, I'm uh, for it. I don't think yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> call the army. I'll call them right now. Uh, no, I was like, oh, I think that's a waste of resources. I'm mean, going to look like a idiot. I mean, it was just like, who is this fool? Well,
0: I'll tell you what. We all think that we look like idiots on television because after I saw that bit of myself, uh, of course, my voice and everything else, having such a deep East Texas accent and everything, I was like, oh, I was not. Made for this, but then everyone else, uh, like you and in my family, and of my family, my mom, she's been really supportive. Um, but everyone else was like, "Oh, you did really good on television," so yeah, it makes you feel better. But of course, it's like watching old home videos, yeah. and you like every time you come on, you cringe. Uh huh. We don't like seeing
1: ourselves. <laughs>
0: That's why I don't <laughs> listen to our podcast.
2: Oh my god! Well, you know it's funny because like I'll record this, and we we need to get it up. You know, we're both busy and all. and yeah. There are times where I kind of we're done I knew what yeah. was said it's in there boom 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 throw it up and I told Nicole the other night I said you know I probably should start listening to those like all the way through and she goes you don't I'm, <laughs> I'm like uh, now you're scaring me like there's I've said something left something in there you know
0: well what's funny is every time we talk about like you know we'll edit that out or whatever but it's always in every show <laughs> we never so do so people have heard us just talk like tons of times about well, we'll edit that out later and then it's still in the show anyway <laughs>
2: I think we should title well, this show. They know
0: that we don't edit. Yeah, they know there's no editing. I think the
2: title of this show would be "We'll edit it out later." <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they know. It's, this is pretty much like a live show. You just you just get whatever whatever is taking.
2: It's, it's the live show. that's not live. I mean, it exactly. really is. You know.
0: Well, can is there anything else that we? I mean, besides discussing things in private, is there anything else that we can talk about from South by Southwest as far as these shows go, or, or connections that you made, or anything like that? that uh, we can yeah, be- I mean. Uh, <laughs>
2: Well, the big ones I think I mentioned in the podcasting thing, and I did uh, you know the advertising stuff on the other show. I met my 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 rep from the ad agency over there, and she's really sweet, and so it was really cool. I'll tell you what my my biggest takeaway, and, I, and and I know it's a photography show, but and we're talking about podcasting all of a sudden a lot. But since people listen to podcasts, I, I think one. And, of the-
0: and what I found out too is that a lot of our. Uh, fans out there are either into podcasting, of course, listening to, to sure. podcasts of different kinds and, and, and liking that we mention other podcasts and stuff like that or that they do their own podcasts because we've even yep. been contacted by one of our friends that's that listens to the show and is a photographer about interviewing us on mm-hmm. his podcast. So yeah, it's actually, people, yeah.
2: That guy never yeah, emailed people, back. Uh,
0: yeah, people do – like pod, I mean, as photographers, we're interested in other things like t- technology and 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 video and and podcasting, and we we all have, we have other interests as well, and they're usually in the similar you know areas. Well, I
2: think the biggest takeaway for me was this: it's like when you do a podcast. I mean, this show, I have somebody else I do it with you, mm-hmm. obviously. So it, you're not as in a vacuum, but a lot of times you are, and. It's really hard to think, okay, well, you know, am I slave to Apple? Am I slave to iTunes? Is it because How do I – you really can't promote within iTunes. You're, you're at Apple's whim. You mm-hmm. know? And I think that was one thing for me is like, okay, how do I get beyond that? And there's other things too. It's like, okay, well, you know, if we did camera reviews and – I mean there are ways you can get a lot of listeners really
0: quick. If we push more product.
2: Yeah, and I – and I'm not really
0: – sh- Which we don't really want to do well, unless, unless it's something that we're, you know, um, really legit – Legitimately excited about or want to do, but we don't want to push it just for the sake of. Um, well, I w- to make I'll more put money.
2: It, I'll put it this way: there, there, I won't name names, but there mm-hmm. are people who have shows on YouTube or podcasts or whatever. That okay? If if Nikon has the D five coming out next week, boy, they're hyping it right, you know, right then <laughs> and there. And <laughs> then as soon as they get a review model, then they're going to talk about more because that's what people are searching for on the web and what they want to see. Yeah. And and I was talking to, um, and there's uh, a
0: good place for that. There's, I mean, there's. Those That's stuff I've gone to when I've wanted to buy a camera yeah, sure, or I'm going to sure. read something in a magazine or listen to a podcast of – someone you know in the industry's review of that so there's a good place for that
2: well my takeaway from the show all is to say is that that you know you have to be yourself on it because like if if all of a sudden we decided to do that we'd be second rate whatever it is mm-hmm. and you know there's room for everything and the other interesting thing too is that you know if you go look in this podcast top tens and i used to look at this differently but it used to really frustrate me because the top lists if you go you know sort all the arts podcasts or whatever they're all ted conference they're all bbc they're people with budgets more than one person working on them they're sure. big medium. And it's I used just like
0: to, the movie industry. Yeah,
2: but I used to be really kind of, <clears throat> you know, when I look at those charts, I really kind of I'd get down about it because it's like, okay, I'm proud that that the shows that I work on is have done as well as they have. Considering they're so low, but they're no budget. I mean, you and I How I
0: possibly ever get to a, that level.
2: Yeah, but that's the other caveat. But the other way of looking at it is this. Um, first of all, those people would not be in the podcasting space if there wasn't an audience there. They wouldn't waste mm-hmm. their time. So that's a good sign. And Jesse Thorne was saying, and I think this is a really good way of looking at this, too. You know, if if BBC is going to have stuff on iTunes. Okay, so here's the deal. If you're in iTunes, your listeners, it requires a pretty serious commitment for them to listen to your show. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so they've got to find you, first of all. They've got to open iTunes. They've got to subscribe. They've got to, once it's downloaded, get it on their iPod or whatever. Then they've got to remember to listen to it. So there's like four or five steps there that Mm -hmm. they have to jump through. So a podcast listener on a show, I think, and this is what Jesse's point was, is much more dedicated than somebody who just is a casual TV show fan, where all they have to Mm -hmm. do is turn on the TV and it's there, or the radio. So, one, you, you have a smaller audience, but they're more dedicated, and you have to respect that. that that's right. really important because people are – it makes each person more important that they do that, which I think is cool. Right. And the second thing is, is if BBC wants to jump into this space and start educating people on how to go find stuff in iTunes, that's cool because it brings more potential viewers in for other shows. Sure. you know how it is. You listen to one show for a while, and then you dump it and go into something else and then come back. And Or if you listen to our show, you probably dumped it a long time ago. But, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> Yeah, No, but, you know, no, seriously. So what's interesting, though, is I came away, especially from the session side of it, being much more positive about the shows that we do and where we're going. You do have to to be patient with a lot of this stuff. But,
0: you
2: know, and, and look at the success we've had. We have done pretty well in a short amount of time. And this show's only been back for a couple of weeks now, and yeah. we've got we've got a listener base. Good that's response coming back. from yeah. that's right? So everything it's totally cool.
0: everything really takes time. I mean, you see that with your career in general, and in 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 my photography career, um, when I'm able to reflect back even just five years, which is really just a small period of time and see the progress that's been made from when I started this business day one to till today. Um, and everything from the pictures you've taken to the networking you've made to, to what you've learned. Um, you always want this instant success, but you really, that, that is really a very rare, uh, it's like a unicorn or something. It's it it it's yeah. just hard, it doesn't happen. Um, it's some people, you know, you hear win the lottery and stuff, that you really have to work a long period of time. At anything to become better at it, really good, and form a, a big audience, or or you know, just become a master at it, and 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 be, you know, so even this podcast is, is is like our photography. It's something we have to yeah. work at over a long period of time for it to become really good.
2: Well, I think that's very well stated, and mm-hmm. and sometimes. Especially if, if, if like, you know, you take photography seriously. It's something you want to do, like, more seriously than just a hobby. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be good at it or whether you want to make a living at it. I mean, it's – it's. but, you know, it's, it's kind of the rock star syndrome. You know, this is what the 80s did to our culture. Right. You know, <clears throat> you look at, at the finished product and you don't see the years and years of hard work that went up into that. Mm-hmm. And most of us know that it's there, but we don't see it. And so I think it's really easy sometimes to look at somebody like a Michael Kenna or somebody who's – well known, or or um, I was trying to think of uh, Annie Leibowitz or somebody like that. Yeah, and think that that just okay. Well, wow, I've been working hard all year, and I'm just not getting any traction, and I'm not there. Well, it,
0: it takes. First of all, look at the yeah, age of some time. of these people. Sure, well I mean, I mean, that's most true. Of, I, I would say most of the the, the photographers that we uh, look up to, like as masters, yeah. you know, are in their fifties or sixties or something, and have been shooting since they were in their teens or twenties. I mean so you're talking about 20 30 years or more of oh, Andy time Roberts they've spent. Is 63, so 63,
2: yeah, yeah. so yeah. And even
0: the really young people who you see who are kind of the rock stars of of our day who are the young people who are the movers and shakers in the photography business and you're like, God, where do these people get their overnight success?" Well, these people have been working at their craft since they yes. were very young. So even if they're in their 30s or or late 20s, they've been working at it a good 10 years, 10 to 20 years. Well, so, sometimes
2: I think it's easy to see somebody like a Mark Zuckerberg, who's like basically a fetus and
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that, that's what I'm talking about with the unicorns. Is exactly. It's that, so rare. That, that, that's a Mark Zuckerberg. That's a, yeah. these, these, these kind of scenarios are super rare. I mean, just, uh, yeah, they're just like lottery winners. I mean, it's, it's probably not going to happen unless you're just some genius born. Yeah. Just born this genius. That's, you know, yeah, a most Mark of us Zuckerberg. have to do things yeah. a
2: lot differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The rest I mean, of yeah. us have to work really hard. Not to say that the natural <laughs> talent isn't there, right. but I mean I've heard this. Uh, what is the rule about uh, you really haven't mastered something unless you've worked? Uh, oh, yeah, the 10,000-hour thing. Exactly, or the 10,000-hour yeah. rule or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless you've worked 10,000 hours at something, you really haven't gotten to the level to where you're, you've you know started to master whatever that is. And even then – Um, things are changing so much that i don't it's like being a golfer or something you've never really mastered the game as soon as you let up off you know off the gas pedal um you'll start going downhill it's it's something you have to constantly uh be working at to become better and 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 stay you know stay good
2: we also live in i mean just in the photography space well, or you could even say podcasting or whatever. You know, so let's say photography. You know, we're in the digital camera age, and that really changed everything. And mm-hmm. you have a lot more competition now. You have mm-hmm. to work harder. Um, the demand for it may have gone down a little, but that's probably debatable. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, you just have to work that much harder. But, yeah, that's the other thing, too, is it's really easy to look at. You know, and I think Western culture definitely promotes a, um, you know, easy the Easy success. Well, the easy success and the young rock star celebration. Right. You know, it's like the Mark Zuckerbergs get a lot of attention— um, Um, you know, people who are childhood prodigies at things. That's exciting. That's celebrity Mm -hmm. news. And it's bullshit. I mean, there goes our clean rating. But um,
0: well, even when big bands break out and you're like, gosh, where did these guys come from? I've never heard of them in my life. And here they pick up a guitar and the lead singer picks up a microphone and they got like a major hit album or whatever. Those guys have been working on that on on being a band probably since they were 12 years old. True. They've been in 17 different bands.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I'm
0: and then by the time that they have a hit album and we've never heard of them and we think they're an overnight success, well they've been working their whole lives at this most of the time.
2: Oh, sure. Well, yeah, and, that, and, that's and how like it works you said, for photography as well. Then, then you have your unicorn who's Justin Bieber who comes out and, you know. Yeah. But but I you know, it's just also what kind of career do you want to have? I mean, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing. I mean, I'd rather work hard at something and enjoy it over time. Exactly. That's the other thing, too. And I have to remind myself to do this. You have to enjoy the road there, too. Yeah, Because it's not like all of a sudden one day when you're well-known or that you have money that you're going to be happy. No. Um, in fact, some of the, looking back in my life, some of my happiest times are when I'm the most poor. So, right. Uh, yeah. Like college when your parents have cut you off and it's it's time to like, you know, you pay in college and uh, living cheap and eating
0: ramen noodles. And I got in more fun back then. than you know, but those were your good. Those were your stories come from. That's where your character comes from. And that's yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have
2: uh, to remember to enjoy that because it doesn't come back. And with success comes, you know, not that I've had a lot of it, but it changes a little bit. You, well, you know, like my other show that the art of photography, it's Mm -hmm. got some traction. People listen to it, yeah. And I have to have those out every week now, whether I want them or not, because I've got advertising. So, you know, I don't have a choice, and so there's a demand. (laughs) So it's not like I can just like, okay, I don't have a great idea. I'm gonna wait two weeks and I won't do a show, and you know, I used to. When nobody's
0: counting on you, there's never any pressure. Yeah, and it's totally but all different. of a sudden when you have a following or people are counting on that that to be up every week or whatever else you get booed. Then yeah, then well, you no
2: have an ad agency you won't get paid. So that's, <laughs> that's the other thing. You
0: know? Yeah, you don't want to lose that sponsor.
2: <laughs> no, but and and, and I haven't. I'll, I'll be honest. I have not done. There was one that's questionable, but I have not done a doozy yet in any of those. I haven't like put something up just to have something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a lot of work to like do my research and 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 then. I don't know why, but after all this happened, then I got on this bent of doing this compositional series, which requires an intense amount of research. Yeah, and I'm like killing myself. But those on, are
0: great. Yeah,
2: well, they're worth it. But yeah, I mean, it's just yeah.
0: I mean, since y- you've upped your game considerably since the first podcast you did started. Sure. It, you know, if 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 I have gone back to, to first the one's first- horrible. <laughs> I don't really know oh, it's that. it's stupid. But I, I mean, it's guess, bad. I would just guess that what you're doing nowadays with the way you're filming it and your backdrops and your lighting and your research and everything is so much better than it was when you just started it a few years ago.
2: Yeah, and, and, and just to clarify here. To take any arrogance that might be projected out of here, I mean, it's still not where it should be. But, but you're right. That's I mean, the
0: great thing about growth, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ways there, but it's it's a long way. But the funny thing is, it's like you go back and look at that first episode, and I did this thing I called it the pilot episode, and I kind of, you know, I started this. I didn't expect anybody to ever well, look watch at the it. first
0: Seinfeld, and we all
2: love that. Sure. Well, and that one was pretty good, but mine in pretty good. It's it's dumb. I'm squinting and I'm holding a camera, and I'm going, "We're going to talk about this, and hey, and check this out." And I'm like, "Who the hell am I?" I mean, I'm like Billy Mays (laughs) anyway. But yeah, all that to say, I mean, it's just, you know, you, uh, you improve over time and you got to keep doing it.
0: Yeah. And like you said, would you, would you love, you know, all of us would love this rock star mentality, but at the same time, if you had done the very first podcast and it had gone become a huge success right off the bat, and that was the level of, yeah, true. uh, you wouldn't be very proud of that later on. <laughs> no, I mean very uh, good uh, point. And, uh, when I first started taking pictures and putting them on Flickr, and this probably happened to everyone, but we all put these pictures on Flickr, and we got like 50 comments of everybody saying, you're the best. You're a god. Right. This is awesome. How did you learn this? You're, you're the master. And it kind of, you know, some of this would be like, oh, I am? Wow, great, you know. Yeah. And then now you look back at those photos and you think, those are terrible. Right. If, if, you'd, if your success would have taken off from that, a few years later, you'd look back at that and thought, this is horrible. So, I mean, growing is a good thing. Not having success right from the start is a good thing. Um,
2: I'll tell you my biggest challenge right now. Is finding time to actually make photographs, right? Wouldn't that sound ridiculous? It's like there are days where I feel like a complete charlatan with a photography show. You know, it's like here I'm telling people to do stuff, and I haven't shot anything in two weeks. You know,
0: because yeah, I get to shoot it for for a job now, and that's great. So I shoot a lot of photography um, in that way, but I don't nearly make enough time to shoot photography from an artistic standpoint on my own. Yeah. like I like I used to in the beginning, so you know that's something that I need to work on more. Is is uh, is in my downtime, whatever little downtime that is, is still shooting, um, but you know for my own stuff.
2: I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang on. I'm pontificating. Well, not pontificating. I'm I'm reflecting. <laughs> this is the Hold sound on a of reflection. Second. I'm <laughs>
0: reflecting on my own life. <laughs> I'm reflecting
2: on this bacon sandwich I had for lunch. <sighs> My nutrition's horrendous,
0: dude. I know. Not Mine's good. Something else we need to work on is is health this year. Yeah. See, here's so the deal. Stay, I went, so we can stay alive into our six fifties and 60s to maybe see some small business success.
2: Well, here's the deal. It's like, okay, so I went to the gym yesterday. Mm-hmm. First time I went in two weeks. You know, I've been traveling and stuff, so fine find yeah. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. But then, like, I come out of the gym and I want a beer, man. It's like, it's that. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's like.
0: You immediately want to fall back into your old bad habits.
2: Well, I immediately want to just go take on all the calories I just burnt, and of course exactly. I did. You know,
0: yeah, so, of that lifestyle.
2: I here. This is all. I'm. I'm just even Stephen. Mm-hmm. Even Steven. I'll never be anything else. <laughs> even. Steve. I am even Stephen. <laughs> I go for a run and I have a beer and i'm the same weight i was well, you know yesterday. a lot
0: of runners do that but they usually run like 20 something miles and then do it you know we we, we yeah. go to the gym for 30 minutes and then feel like we should have one oh so God, 30 wow that's a that's a good day oh that's a good no day. i'm teasing
2: no i i'm good with the the cardio i do like 20 minutes of that and then i do like i wear lift weights
0: hey that's I do good just
2: four days a week
0: if we oh well yeah you're on the path to success right there well i hope. But then if you just bear. maintain that and not do it for like one month, and then uh, not for you know another eleven months after that, would be
2: the only thing that's going to save me is a second prohibition. I mean, this is
0: <laughs> it, it is out
2: of hand, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the craft and growler has has done me a poor service. I'm waiting
0: for my first good like uh, uh, beer photography gig. That would be the ultimate. A beer for oh yeah like shoot yeah, for like shooting, craft breweries for some kind of craft brewer and and getting to drink on set and, and that kind of thing so yeah don't it, we have any brewers that listen to the show oh yeah we have to have somebody be. There. and we have all these ones in Texas now so somebody has to let me do this at some point but, exactly um,
2: dude yeah I'm telling you know Fabian is doing the uh, he's doing the craft and growler website
0: yeah, that's cool. A friend of ours who's a website designer. It got the crafting growler is a is a cool new bar here in town where they'll fill up your growler, your big jug of beer for you, and you can take that home. Um, so it's a kind of a new concept and uh
2: I love how this podcast has finally ended up with. okay, so a guy you don't know is doing this thing for this place you've never been to <laughs> but it's and cool people
0: somehow still listen to it
2: but it's cool. Yeah. hey, um so you know you're an iPhone guy, right right. I've been thinking about going to Android, dude. No. No, I know. But here's why. And this is photography related it's because the cameras on these things are pretty decent.
0: I know. But what about the whole interface?
2: I know. I know. The ecosystem, the interface.
0: Yeah, you're going to be lost.
2: And I wouldn't have that Apple on the back of my phone.
0: Yeah, I just don't. I would feel like a <laughs> traitor. I really would. I think there would I be. I know.
2: I know. I mean, I know. maybe
0: maybe it's it's getting as good. Maybe it's, it's there as competition. But as far as the PC Mac world is gone, um, I've always been a Mac guy, and I don't ever see myself going over to the other side. I mean, maybe as a second phone or some kind of test device, like our friend Fabian, since he's a web guy, he has several (sighs) phones. His main phone that I would call if I was to ask him to go to Craft and Growler would be his iPhone, but he has other phones that he tests all these websites and apps on that you know, are like you're talking about. Um, So uh, here's what I should do. I should just go get an awesome point and shoot. Do you have a point and shoot right now? No, I don't. And I would love to have that. But I know the ones I that I want are kind of expensive. Like I love the the, the, the Fuji ones, the Fuji yep. X 1020s, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, those are awesome. You know, you can remove the lenses, interchangeable lenses, and they look great. They kind of look like the old retro cameras and stuff like the Leicas and stuff mm, like that
2: price to move.
0: No, but I mean, 500 is the cheapest they get. And then I to talking like 1000. So you're talking
2: I don't I don't smell savings.
0: What would you like to buy if you had a point-and-shoot camera?
2: Well, I'll tell you, even have one of those little – all right, here's my deal. The, what is it? The Canon S1 whatever it is now, mm-hmm. S110 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are cool, and they fit in your pocket, no interchangeable. It's just, it, but, right. but here's the deal. It's like I, I stick with the phone because I can upload it. I can tweet it. I can share it. I can Instagram. You know,
0: That's the thing. Been, that's what cameras need to get on, and that's what we I've even been I talking know. about lately. I is what, We would do that more with cameras if we could instantly upload to Instagram and Facebook and all these things, but – it's really not there yet. I mean, maybe that's why I put up with
2: cameras, the but... uh, with the iPhone cam that takes 30 minutes to launch. <laughs> Sorry, my phone is old. By then,
0: whatever you were about to take a photo of is gone.
2: Oh, dude. I, and that's the other thing. Is it's like I kind of put off upgrading because I'm like, well, oh, the 5 came out. I'll get the 5S because it'll only be another eight months or whatever. <sighs> you can't play this game.
0: I have been on the same it's embarrassing at this point, You're but i got like a three G still. I don't have you? the three G S.
2: <laughs> and it's in pristine condition.
0: It is in pristine condition. Like you,
2: what's funny is you carry it around. It's but it looks like you've locked it in like a safe or something. It's <laughs> it shines.
0: Oh the only I've dropped it once and I shattered the glass on, on the front of it and I took it into the Apple store. They slid the glass out, put new glass in the front, screwed it back in and handed my phone back to me. It's a get and out. That's the only and it's, it still looks like a brand new phone, but it's becoming so slow now. It's like I still have a laptop, a MacBook from uh, a, a, I'm I mean a PowerBook G4. Oh, dude! So that kind of tells you right there uh, oh. my mentality. But it, it's a they're both running at about the same speed. Wow, you the know. phone and the and the G4, yeah, and the G4. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very slow, it's like you hit a button and then you wait like a couple of seconds you and then something coffee, happens. Get yeah. Go
2: for a beer, come back. Yeah. yeah three and days I later. I have
0: updated equipment, of course, as well. The main equipment that I work on all the time. I have like a very large um, iMac and, and sure. stuff like that, you know. So, so I, I, I do have some good stuff, but I keep stuff for a long time. And um, I guess it's just with me. It's like a justification thing. It's like, do I really need this? Yeah. I guess my dad growing up was always like, do you want it or do you need it?
2: No, and he's right. You know, and it stuck
0: with me. Yeah, I wants want and it. needs.
2: Wants and needs are the same thing, though, aren't they?
0: But no. But at this point, <laughs> I really do need an, a new iPhone.
2: I need a lot of things, dude. I really need a point and shoot. Yeah. Um, that'll upload to the internet. So, okay. So, have you seen this this Canon N? No. And we've just kind of started a new topic. And it's we're, okay. We're that's to be fine. We're rambling this today.
0: Is, this may be the yeah. This Last is the show it, we do.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the the Canon N. I mean, it's like it's tiny. And it has like these two straps on it. Are you on the internet? Yeah,
0: I'll look Should it up real quick.
2: Google PowerShot N. Watch this breaker Skype connection.
0: Um, I, that's what I have is a Canon PowerShot. But you don't but, have the PowerShot My I've used it, but I, I never use it.
2: N is in Nancy.
0: It's PowerShot N?
2: Yeah. The Nancy cam. That sounds weird, didn't it? Um, PowerShot N. It's this weird looking thing with strap buttons on the sides. PowerShot N. It'd go right in my pocket, right?
0: Okay, I hear him go review. Here, here, here. Uh, oh, I'll, I see it. Yeah, it, it's almost it? like a square. It's a.
2: Yeah, it's a square, baby. It's a
0: weird shape.
2: It's weird. Oh, and the yeah, whole I need it. back one. is the screen. Dude, I need this. Actually, I no, you, I don't. You can flip it up. Oh, and that's
0: a good price. It's three hundred dollars. Does it
2: take one twenty film?
0: No, but it's it's cool. So, <laughs> how did you come across this camera? And what's what do you like about it?
2: I just googled it and I saw it and it looked cool. Yeah. And so I I brought it up.
0: You know, like what you were saying, you don't take enough pictures. If you maybe had something, yeah, I'm making an excuse was like this that um i would take a lot of pictures yes you would maybe take maybe take more in, your, in dude your real i would life. take more
2: pictures than than who's that guy who's trying to take a million pictures on flickr thomas hawk, hawk. oh god yeah the skateboard guy <laughs> the same guy right no he's not the he's not the 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 shredder no i don't think so thomas hawk no he's, he's just he's this. the guy who makes trouble on flickr and rides a skateboard
0: is he really the skateboard guy? No, I
2: don't think he is. I'm, I'm, no, he's not. But, but he does make trouble on Flickr a lot. I, how do we end these, dude? I don't know.
0: I think you end them the same way every time. That's fine with me. All right, Later guys. on, we can get into big um, intros with music and the voiceover guy like we talked about.
2: Oh, can I tell you something about intros and voiceovers? Yeah. This is it. I swear this is it. We talked a lot about the podcast today. so. The other day I came back from South By and I'm like, <clears throat> you know, thinking of other ways we need to be distributing the show. And I'm like, you know, SoundCloud is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I need to get the SoundCloud account, put the mm-hmm. shows on there. It's worth the money. It's like it was over $100, but for a year, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I put all the episodes, I put the first 20 up and it starts rejecting them telling me that there's a copyright violation. Why? Well, what happened was our old theme song, mm-hmm. it was it was the stock music that they packaged with, uh, with um, Logic that I used to 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 mix those and all okay so i you know it's royalty free music i own the software i can use the music it's okay uh-huh. but well, but a lot of people can't. do well the stupid company that made them went ahead and registered themselves on whatever database that the software looks at waveforms and compares to so it sends me this email saying that you know your theme conflicts with or it says a piece of your audio conflicts with royalty free music which is the name of the company uh. i'm like seriously so it's not royalty free Actually, a four-letter word starting with the letter F came to mind. But, um, but
0: it actually is. We're fine. It's royalty-free, but it's seen it as something that's not royalty-free because they've registered it that yeah, way.
2: Yeah, and I paid over 100 bucks, and I can't dispute it. I was not happy. So we haven't used it in a while, so our newer shows will go up. But
0: the only thing that you could do, but it would be too time-consuming, is to cut cut it off.
2: Yeah, I could. Maybe I will over time. But
0: we, we even like mixed it in with like the titles of the shows and stuff, didn't we?
2: Well, but yeah, we, we want people to, to go – Check it out on iTunes anyway. So fine, we'll,
0: whatever. whatever stayed in there. Yeah, that's fine. So how would SoundCloud be a, like? Is that just a major platform for people the way that they listen to music and, and podcasts? These
2: um, days? no, not really. But I mean, well, the, the, I know
0: I, I know musicians post their stuff up there a lot. Yes, and and the the um,
2: the upside to it is you can you know like YouTube, you can embed in uh-huh. your own website. So it'd be really easy just to grab that. I mean, I have it set up easy now. But but see, the thing that I don't have built into our player on our website is people can't share it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something that would serve us well or not. But um, anyway, we got figured out.
0: Okay. Are we still recording?
2: Yeah, we need, to, we need to let this go. Okay, so once again, this has been The Photography Show. Thank you guys for listening.